Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Special day for a lot of reasons. Special interview on the way. Tom Brady Sr., someone we've had fascinating conversations with throughout the years. Doesn't do a lot of interviews. He's doing one with us. He'll be live with us about 20 minutes from now talking about the retirement of his legendary son. But we're going to begin with sneaky big news. Here we go! Only one place to start. Sneaky big news. I'm actually going to call this sneaky huge news. As I assemble the members of the hashtag crew around me, hashtag Hembo is here. Hashtag Bubba and hashtag Cam are in Bristol today. And I'm going to ask you all to start connecting dots as we put some things together. The Pro Bowl festivities, of course, are this weekend in Las Vegas, which for the last time was the home of soon-to-be former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. And everyone was enjoying Derek Carr making jokes with Ryan Clark yesterday um, and, and throwing the ball great, and he had a great skills challenge day, and all that was great fun. But what was ignored, and this is the reason that you must listen to this show, because we take you to the stuff that really matters, was that Derek Carr, separately from that, told the world that he has no intention, he is absolutely not extending the trigger date on his contract. February 15th. The Wednesday after the Super Bowl, a week from this coming Wednesday, the Las Vegas Raiders owe him $40 million in guarantees. Let me make it 100% clear what that means. There is no chance, literally zero, that Derek Carr is still on the Raiders roster by a week from Wednesday. He said he has no intention to push that date back. He said, quote, I don't think that would be best for me. And, of course, it would not. He wants to choose where he goes. He wants to become a free agent. He doesn't want the Raiders to trade him. And you know who knows that? Every team in the National Football League. So Derek Carr is not going to get traded. He's going to get released. And Jeremy Fowler, our insider extraordinaire, told us on Get Up this morning, that could actually happen sooner than you think. Because whatever the chances are, however unlikely they may seem, that Derek Carr could hurt himself in some way taking part in whatever exactly it is he is going to do in these new uh, Pro Bowl festivities. They're not playing a game. He's not going to get hit or tackled. But in the extremely unlikely chance that he somehow hurts himself during this, the Raiders are on the hook for that $40 million. If they see the writing on the wall that they're not going to get a deal done, they are best off just cutting him now. And Jeremy told us this morning that there are teams who think that will happen. Now, why is that such sneaky, huge news? Part of it is because the first quarterback domino can then start falling into place. Who may be interested? Jeremy said New Orleans feels like a place that could be. There are other teams you generally by now, if you're a football fan, you know where the teams are that Derek Carr might be of interest. But here's what I've been told. Jet fans, come closer. I have been told to pay close attention to whether or not the Jets go hard after Derek Carr. That Carr is their second choice. And if they go hard after Carr, that is an indication that they do not believe they're getting Aaron Rodgers. But if they don't, 
If we start getting word from Shefty and people like him, from Rich Samini and people like him, that the Jets are not actively pursuing Derek Carr, then fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls, because that is an indication that the Jets really genuinely believe they have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, which if you listen to the show, you know, I think would be the best possible outcome from this offseason. I will add to that for everyone fretting about how much they're going to have to trade for him. No, they're not. The, I'm telling you right now, the Packers aren't going to get four Rodgers anywhere near what you think they are. The Packers themselves are cutting the teams in half. The market is not 32 NFL teams, it's 16, because they won't trade him in the NFC. Far more than half the AFC teams don't need him. Kansas City, Buffalo, the Chargers, you know the teams. They're not going after Aaron Rodgers. The market isn't that big. And while Rodgers doesn't have a no-trade clause in his contract, he might as well. All Rodgers has to do is send a signal that he's not interested in going somewhere and that team isn't going to trade anything for him. No one is trading anything of significance and paying $58 million for a mercurial personality who doesn't want to be there. So I'm telling you right now, the price tag on this is not going to be as steep as you think. So I am all in, and I think we will start getting a real indication of the chances of this, perhaps as soon as the next few days. I am Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Hembo, what do you think? I want to read the email that Dan Graziano sent me earlier this week when I asked him that exact question. What might Aaron Rodgers command on the open market? What he said was, Rodgers isn't going to command the price the Seahawks got for Russell Wilson, given his age and his salary. He'll obviously command more than the third rounder the Falcons got for Matt Ryan. His best guess was a first and a third round pick, a one and a three for Aaron Rodgers. We're not talking about the Herschel Walker type package that you just referenced. That's exactly right. And anyone who has watched the Jets draft quarterbacks over the years, recent and otherwise, knows it is time for the sure thing. It is time to stop trying for the young guy. No more Sam Darnold. No more Zach Wilson. No more Mark Sanchez. None of that. It is time to get the guy you know can play and lead you to the promised land. But let me ask you the question. <laughs> It's not quite as simple as Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. It's Derek Carr, Derek Carr or maybe Aaron Rodgers. Are you willing to take that chance? Are you willing to wait? Maybe even wait until June 1st for Aaron Rodgers. No. And here's what I will say. Yes, I'm willing to wait. I'm not willing to wait till June 1st. And I don't think you'll have to. They'll figure that piece of it out as well. It is most advantageous from a, stal- a salary cap standpoint to the Packers if they are going to trade him, to trade him after June 1st. But far stranger things than that have happened. And the bottom line of it is this. The Packers are probably going to want whatever it is that they trade Rodgers for to be draft picks they can use this year. So if they trade him June 1st and what you're getting primarily in compensation is draft picks, then you're talking about draft picks you cannot use in Jordan Love's first year. And boy, do they have a lot on the line in Jordan Love being the real deal. So, I think that they figure out a way to make that part of it work. Now, am I willing to take a chance? Here's what I will say. Everybody talks to everybody. 
The idea that every team in the league, communally or individually, doesn't have a pretty good sense of what Rodgers' interests are, of whether or not they have a real shot at him, that doesn't hold water. Hmm. I cannot believe any team would make any significant, do any significant planning about their future, especially a team that feels as close as the Jets do, without having gotten significant indication that this is a real possibility. I refuse to believe the Jets would hold off on Derek Carr on a wing and a prayer that maybe you get Rodgers. Now, again, he's unpredictable, so there are no guarantees. That's why I phrased it that way. It will tell you that they think they have a real chance. Derek Carr, a no-trade clause also, which means he is almost certainly not going to be traded. He wants to do them no favors. So this week, next week, whenever it is, when the Raiders release that guy, do you anticipate seeing stories, hearing rumors that the Jets have offered him a contract, are interested, or do you think they are likelier to kick the can? I don't like, I never like answering a question by saying I don't know on a talk show, but the reality is I don't have any idea. What I'm telling you is they have a far better idea based on the Nathaniel Hackett of it all and everything else of whether or not they think they can get him. If Here's what I'll say, and, and this is what, the way I tried to set it up. If you start hearing those stories, if Shefty is reporting, if Rich Samini, who is the Jets uh, a reporter for us at ESPN and others, are reporting the Jets are heavily pursuing Derek Carr, that tells you they don't think they're getting Rodgers. Mm. I know for, well, I can't say for certain, but I've heard from too many people, the owner is desperate to make a splash. The owner saw his great season fall apart. The owner saw his in-city rival and his local rival make a playoff run and everyone lauded their coach as a genius. The owner is tired of being a punching bag and a laughing stock and he's tired of the finger being pointed at him, which candidly, after 20 years, it's impossible to point it in too many other directions. He wants something big to happen. Now, Derek Carr would be big, but not nearly as big as Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing about Carr. Carr has played nine NFL seasons. Do we know for sure that he's good? Like, we'll talk about him a lot because he's the most notable free agent quarterback, or at least will be. I'm not sure that Derek Carr is even all that good. I think we know he's good. I don't think we know he's any better than good. Which is to say, there are a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he as good as Matthew Stafford? No. Is he as good as Matthew Stafford? No. I mean, the the answer is no. Matthew Stafford is better than him. Wow. You don't think so? I agree, but there are a dozen quarterbacks that I think are better than Matthew Stafford. I'm not giving a league average starter, which we kind of agree Derek Carr is, much money at all. I'd rather wait, take my chance on Aaron Rodgers. Well, a league average starter is an expensive proposition in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo is not as good as Matt Stafford either. A lot of guys aren't as good as Matt. If we're making Matt Stafford the line, a lot of people are going to fall under it. I'm making him the line because he was recently traded and immediately won a Super Bowl. That's where I think like, that's going to be the comp- uh, comparison for Derek Carr. And if we don't think he even gets you that far in terms of where he ranks in the pecking order, I'm not sure he's worth that big contract. But when you're knocking on the door with the worst quarterback play in the entire NFL, statistically they were last, right, in mm-hmm. quarterback play. And the eye test told you the obvious was true. Zach Wilson, I mean, is treading in, in legendary historic bust territory Mike White was what he was and he almost got broken in half by Buffalo and Joe Flacco retired three years ago and didn't tell anybody about it those are the three guys that played quarterback for the Jets this year and they were still in the playoff chase the second to last week of the season they scored they they went six and one when they scored 
18 points. 18. So Derek Carr can get you 18. See, he, that's my point. He can. Derek Carr right. is good enough to score you 18 points. Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough to score you 18 points. A lot of guys are good enough to score you 18 points. Th- then they're all going to get paid a ton of money. Someone's going to pay Derek Carr a ton of money. Someone's going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo a ton of money. Someone's going to pay Dak Prescott an unimaginable amount of money to be only marginally better than that. Like, if you're going to hold everyone to the standard of, are they a guy that you get him and you immediately say we're a championship team, then you're talking about like three people. You're talking about Mahomes. You're talking about probably Josh Allen. You're talking about Joe Burrow. Maybe Justin Herbert ascends to that. Maybe Jalen Hurts ascends to that. I think we're done. Brady was that. Rodgers is that. And that's it. We're done here. Now, do, am I f- afraid if we get him that Rodgers has actually turned the corner to no longer being that? Here's why I'm not. Because we don't need that. <laughs> the Jets are that good if they get good quarterback play. I believe Aaron Rodgers will play better next year than Derek Carr, and he also does all the things that he doesn't turn the ball over. Aaron Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw interceptions ever. So I I think Zach Wilson may have more career interceptions than Aaron Rodgers does. (laughs) He only played in the league two years. So, look, to me, this is the no-brainer of all time if you can find a way to make it happen, and I think we will find out soon. Are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? That's gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. Coming up next, these are always special occasions when we get Tom Brady Sr. on this show. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. He and I have gotten to know each other over the years. He was good enough to say he'll come on this show today and talk about his son announcing his retirement for good the other day, do not miss Tom Brady Sr. next on ESPN Radio. Greenie, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's 
best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Jam-packed day today. Uh, obviously, anyone who knows anything about anything knows that Tom Brady announced his retirement from football earlier this week, um, you know, it's the end of an era in every conceivable way. His father is someone that over the years I've gotten to know a little bit, and he is going to come on and share his thoughts and emotions in just a few minutes uh, here with us. So we're looking forward to that. Bubba, you'll let me know when he's ready to go. Uh, in the meantime, 30 seconds from AutoZone. Dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing helps you know if you need a new battery or if you're just in need of a fresh charge. If you need a battery, they can help with that, too. They have reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. They're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. You know, I've mentioned several times um, that we have a book coming out. Hembo and I have done a book uh, called Got Your Number in which we assign every number from one to a hundred to someone or something in sports history. Most of them are players and their jersey numbers. Some of them are teams. Some of them are coaches. Some One of them is a horse. Um, it's the first sports book I've ever done. I couldn't be more excited about it. You can pre-order it. Uh, the link is at the top of my Twitter page, pinned to the top of my Twitter, the first tweet there that's pinned. You can order it from anywhere you want. It's called Got Your Number. You can pre-order it from anywhere that you might order books. I'm not sure if I've mentioned that Tom Brady was actually the inspiration for the book. Hembo, he's, I mean, uh, Bubba, he's not ready yet, right? I can tell this story quickly and you'll, t- okay, you'll tell me when he's there. So we were sitting around, this was in the earliest days of COVID, those, those early days when everything was shut down and it was also challenging. I'm one of the few people who, who never stopped going into work. We, we continued doing the show. They moved me from New York up to Bristol because the city was basically shut down. But I was there and our usual staff is like 15 people. Well, in that time, we were like three or four of us that were in the building. And after the show, we would do get up every day. That was before I was back on the radio. We would do the show every day, and then we would just kind of sit around because there wasn't anywhere to go. And like the sports geeks that we are, we would just start talking about sports. And somehow we got into a conversation about how many Hall of Fame NFL quarterbacks were the number 12. And Ken Stabler wore 12, Roger Straubach wore 12, Terry Bradshaw wore 12, Joe Namath wore 12, Aaron Rodgers wears 12, Jim Kelly. The, the, the list just goes on and on. And finally, Pete McConville, as one of our senior producers, said to me, yeah, but who owns the number 12? And two things happened. One, we all agreed the answer is Tom Brady. And two, I had the idea for the book. So I actually owe that one 
to Brady as well. So the book is called Got Your Number. It's available anywhere. It's available for pre-order anywhere you normally get books. And we will talk more about that later. But I am delighted. I'm being told that Mr. Brady is ready to go. Over the years, um, we've had the opportunity many times to chat with Tom Brady Sr. Um, about his emotions and, and what it's like. And again, I, I guess just because I'm a dad, I, there's just been something about this bond and this relationship that I have always really liked. And uh, I'm really grateful to Tom Brady Sr. for taking a, a, some moments for us here today during what I know has got to be just a crazy week. So, Mr. Brady, thank you, as always. I hope that you and the family are well. Good morning, Greeny. Yeah, we're doing great. It's uh, It's been an interesting week, to say the least. And uh, we're uh, it, it's uh, been a lot of great well-wishers. And, and just it's uh, – but it's been uh, both a little bit sad and quite happy, to be honest with you. You know, I think often about – what Derek Jeter said when he retired, I believe he was 40. And, and Derek Jeter said, you know, I went one day I was an old man because when you're 40 and you're playing baseball, you're an old man. And the next day I retired and I realized I'm a young man. And I wonder if you think that will happen for your son. He's, he's going to go from being 45, which by the standards of what he's been doing, I guess, all of his life is extremely old. And he wakes up one day, and as you and I both know, when you're 45, you're still a young man. Has has that realization hit him? Um, you know, I don't. I don't know. I I think he's still in uh, the football phase. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I mean, he's he's only officially retired for a week and stopped playing for two weeks or, or so. And um, I, it, it will it will come pretty quick. Uh, this chapter two is inevitable, and he's going to be very busy and. It's like he said, he's going to be he's going to love the opportunity to to get outside his box and to be able to uh, increase his awareness of life outside of the four corners of football. Mm-hmm. Frankly, Tom, I, I think um, it's OK. I think I think it's OK with him. Tom Brady, senior with us here. You know, it was emotional for me watching the video that he posted the other day and he's someone I barely know. It was obviously very emotional for him. How would you describe your emotions watching that video? Well, we, you know, pretty cheery uh, because you know, your, your son or daughter is, is on the edge kind of emotionally. And when they're on the edge emotionally, um, we become on the edge emotionally. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's just um, uh, it was just it just kind of looked like it was cascading onto the beach mm. that uh, he was just at the end and basically just had to get it out and and get going. And frankly, um, we were we were a bit um, emotional. How do you feel now? How, how, I, I would never pry into anything that, that you're not comfortable with, but to whatever degree you're comfortable sharing your, how would you describe the emotions that you were feeling now? Again, just a few days after this unbelievable run. I mean, literally the greatest run in the history of his sport. And you were there to, to be a part of every moment of it. How, how would you describe the way you feel? Um, I basically feel um, relieved forum um i'll tell you one reality is before he retired for the last 23 years we put it into our perspective that basically every game that was played in the nfl all 267 of them 
had some bearing on where our son was. What mm-hmm. if he was when he was with New England? We were thinking it was every TV, every game you'd watch, and it would be how is how is uh, Indianapolis preparing against New England? What schedule? Who we got to face? Who do they got to face? Every game, we've been totally engrossed in it. So before before this announcement the other day, every single game counted, and now no games count <laughs> as far as we're concerned. It's, uh, we're not going to ever feel the same um, emotional uh, highs that we felt, and, um, and we won't feel any emotional lows either because our, our, our team is not losing, and nor are they winning. So it's, it's, it's just, and it's, it's preoccupied a major part of our life for 30, 25, 30 years, high college and pros and high school and stuff. So it's, uh, we're just, we were all in, the whole family, all of our daughters and our sons-in-law, and it was, it was great. And now, um, to be honest with you, it's a little boring. we'll see it's only a couple of days yet maybe it gets way better maybe it gets even more boring we'll see tom brady senior is with us Uh, you know i'm i'm curious um because a year ago you and i spoke after he, he retired and then decided to come back and my feeling on it all along was that the sense i got just observing it from a distance was that he was deciding to retire because he was sort of 60-40 that that was the right thing to do. And when you're 60-40 on anything in life, you might change your mind. And, and of course, he did. Uh, here we are a year later. Th- this certainly felt vastly different. T- to the best of your understanding, what, what made it right? What made this the right time for him to decide he was 100% certain he was ready to walk away? Well, this, this has been a really a rough six months uh, on his uh, personal life and family life um, on his football life. You know, I think that the fact of it, Greeny is, and um, he once said this, he said, I'm getting tired of getting hit. Mm. And, uh, you know, having played 23 years and he holds the ignominious record of most sacks against in the NFL with, I think 600 or 700 sacks and, there must be another two or three thousand knockdowns, you know. At forty-five years of age, you say, "Hey, do I do I want to get hit one more time?" Mm-hmm. And the answer is really no. I really don't want to, unless unless everything is clicking. And unfortunately, um, it wasn't clicking this year. And and so I think it was a foregone conclusion. Tom Brady Sr. is with us here on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance drivers who switch and save with Progressive. Save nearly $700 on average. Um, I saw Bob Kraft uh, said that he would love to try and get Tom, who I know he is incredibly close to, and to the best of my knowledge, Tom still has very warm feelings for for him, um, wants him to like sign a one-day contract so he can retire as a Patriot. What, what, if anything, is your perspective on that? You know, I, I really don't have one, to be honest with you. That's, uh, you know, Tommy's going to have to do what is right for Tommy. And I, I know he has very warm feelings for Robert Kraft. And, and he does with the Glazers, too, who have been terrific with him. So I don't, I, I don't even, I, I'm not quite sure what difference it makes one way or the other, to be honest with you. It's probably fair that there's something ceremonial about it, I guess. So I guess as a last thought here, and I hope that we will continue to chat every now and again, because I really do enjoy this so much. But, but you know, being a dad, 
some of the memories you have might be different than the ones others do. We, we will always remember he was down 28-3 in the Super Bowl and he won. We will remember the tuck rule game. We will remember w- w- whatever, you know, the football fans are. What will you remember? When, when you look back on these 23 years, what do you think you will remember more than anything else about his career? Um, I re- I'll remember the opportunities that it provided our family to get together uh, on, on a very, very regular basis. I've got two kids on the East Coast and uh, two kids here on the West Coast, and all the family was able to rally around during the games to get together. And so that was that was one of the very special parts of this 23 years. Not the, not the football part, but the opportunity to get closer to my daughters and my grandkids and my sons-in-law. And so I, that that was a that was just a very uh, warm experience together and then obviously the football the, you, know, you, you win Super Bowls and boy they're great um, I think I'm I, I, I'm a little bit like an ex-athlete that um, I, but I also remember our three losses very mm-hmm. vividly <laughs> that, yeah that, 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 that doesn't go away you, you kind of take you take uh, for granted the victories but the losses of the things that hurt and uh, but most importantly it's been a, a wonderful bond for our family and that's that's what I've loved, being able to anticipate getting together with them on uh, every three or four weeks or every two weeks or whatever uh, in a whole family uh, congregation. Well, I hope you're able to find new ways to continue to do that. Last thought that just kind of occurred to me, you know, for all of us, I think it's sometimes hard to 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 appropriately frame what our children are doing, what they are, what they're achieving, anything like that. How, how do you, as his father, begin to put into perspective what your son achieved? He, he is, without any disagreement, the most decorated and accomplished football player that ever lived. How do you comprehend that? Uh, oh, only by saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Because mm-hmm. he's, you know, there's a hundred 100,000 quarterbacks in the country over the last 20 years. And, and uh, he's been gifted with, with a very special ability. And, um, and so we just keep saying, thank you, God, this isn't uh, this is, this has been a, a great team achievement that he was put into uh, the right team with uh, the right owners and the right coaches and the, and the right players that, that helped him accomplish this. So we're just, extremely grateful for the whole whole opportunity that he has had. And he's had, while he's had some downs, he's had way, 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 way more ups. And uh, he, he's walking off into a, um, you know, the the next chapter of life, being able to say that his last chapter has been completed in the best way possible. Mr. Brady, I've so enjoyed this. I hope that we will find time to continue to do it. My very best to you and your whole family and, uh, you know, enjoy whatever it is that is to come. And I hope that I'll talk to you again down the road. Thank you. Yeah, me too, Greeny. I've enjoyed it over the years and uh, best wishes to you and your family. God bless you. Thank you, my friend. Take care. It's Tom Brady Sr. Um, one of the really memorable moments you might recall at a Super Bowl media day. I don't remember which Super Bowl it was. But, you know, they always have like those kid reporters or whatever it is. Someone asked him a question about who his hero was. 
And do you remember Tom like choking up saying that it was his dad that you know those are the real moments those are that's what that's when it starts to extend well beyond well I'm rooting for one team and he plays on the other team I mean there's all that stuff and that's what makes sports great um you know if you don't have admiration for what Tom Brady accomplished as a football player then you just aren't paying attention to any of the right things um and the family is terrific, and, and I've really enjoyed those conversations. All right, let me pause briefly on that. We have a million things to get to, and we will in just a moment. My name is Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we're back, ESPN Radio. Greeny with you. Uh, you don't miss the NBA action tomorrow night. Warriors Mavs presented by Indeed. Coverage 8 Eastern on most of these ESPN Radio stations. Uh, my thanks again to Tom Brady Sr. for always being so generous with his time with me, with us here on this show. And uh, he's just a, he's someone I've grown to really like. Again, I've gotten sappy in my old age. He's a dad. I'm a dad. And, and when I watch him, look, I mean, I'm a sports announcer first and forward, uh, for, first and foremost. So Brady, to me, is a football player more than anything else. And I, um, my job has been to document and to some degree analyze all the things that he's done. But every now and again, you know, when someone is as famous as he has been for as long as he has been, 
you learn so much more about their lives. And, and Mr. Brady referenced that we all know what happened with him this year and his marriage and everything else. Like these, these are things that happen in people's lives, whether they're the greatest quarterback of all time or anybody else. And that's the part of it I've always found or I've come to find the most interesting. I think I said this the other day, that at some point in your, when you've been doing what I do as long as I have, 30 years, and I still love the games. I still watch the games and I still enjoy them. But at some point, the games start to meld together in your mind. It becomes the people. That's what I'm most interested in now. The people, the drama, the way, the, the emotional impact, the psychological impact, the way people handle these situations. So anyway, it's a long-winded way of saying I've really enjoyed getting to know Mr. Brady, and I thank him for coming on. Okay, now, Bubba Hembo has a bone to pick. He has a bone to pick with two different people. Oh, of course he does. But both for the same reason. He feels as though his Eagles, and you're wearing the Eagle green today proudly. Intentionally. Have been disrespected by division rivals. One of those rivals is Julian Love, the giant safety who went on Good Morning Football on NFL Network the other day and said, Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, is getting a free ride. You know, he's a guy who really is doing a good job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player? And that guy's doing that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's, he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team. Okay. So they're goading him, right? I think, is that Schrager goading him? I think that's Schrager who's goading him, and they're showing that video, I'm sure, of Sirianni, that shot we've shown it 800 times on Get Up, where he's looking at the camera and nodding, and that put a lot of people off. So, Hembo, I will give you free reign, keep it reasonable, to respond to Julian Love. Go. So, the Eagles and the Giants played thrice this season, which means they played 10,800 seconds of football. The Giants had a lead for zero of those 10,000 800 seconds of football. In total, they outscored the Giants 108 to 45 in those three head-to-head meetings. That it does not address Julian Lutz's comments. It just sort of sets the scene. Here's what else, though, the Eagles have done under Nick Sirianni. So this year, when they've had their starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts, they've won 16 games and lost one game. We saw Jalen Hurts be the front-runner to win the MVP of the league before he got hurt. Nick Sirianni is an offensive coach, and we saw maybe the greatest year-over-year leap that we've seen in a quarterback in a really long time. And his team just won back-to-back playoff games by 24 points for the first time since the San Francisco 49ers in 1990. Nick Sirianni is unequivocally a great coach, and the idea that he's just along for the ride because this team is so loaded is obviously rubbish. And not only that, rubbish. <laughs> What, Nonsense. What, what, Poppycock. What, what are you, auditioning for a bit role in the upcoming sequel of Mary Poppins? Aye. By rubbish. Anyway, it's ridiculous, and here's the biggest reason it's ridiculous. Last year, the Eagles season started, and they were running a conventional offense, and Jalen Hurts was on his way to no longer being their quarterback, and they were on their way to being well under 500. And Nick Sirianni, rather than taking the opportunity that he clearly had, which is he could have easily had a bad year, gotten the grace period from his owner and his general manager, and gone out and gotten another quarterback to run the offense he wanted. He didn't do that. He completely remade his offense. He did what Matt Nagy wasn't willing to do in Chicago. He did what a ton of people have historically not been willing to do. He built an offense around the pieces, namely the piece that he had in the middle of it. 
And he did that in the middle of a year. And they had an unbelievable turnaround. What, weren't they awful and then got to the playoffs? They were 2-5 and five and throwing the football as frequently as any team in the league. And then they wound up making a playoff run. They've won, yeah. 23, they're 23-7 since then. And their rushing attack is completely unstoppable. So he remade this. This is what great coaches do. He's done a great coaching job. So look, I'm here for the trash talk. I'm here for Julian Love saying anything he wants that spices up that already spicy rivalry. I don't really mind it at all. But the substance of what he's saying is obviously ridiculous. Rubbish. Very, <laughs> very quickly, uh, Jerry Jones said something that's also rubbish, and I don't have the time to play it, but he basically intimated that the Eagles are a team like the Rams the year before who kind of went all in to win now and that it could wind up costing them in the future. And the problem with that is that it's just 180 degrees away from what actually happened. <laughs> yes, they traded for A.J. Brown. That's much more akin to what the Bills did by trading for Stefan Diggs. But, I mean, I assume Jerry knows that the Eagles have two first-round picks in this year's draft. They're not going all in and then re- living with the future. They are potentially on the doorstep of a dynasty. <laughs> so what Julian Love said was wrong. What Jerry Jones said is incorrect. <laughs> that, that's how I would describe what happened here. So just some more facts. By average age, the Cowboys were older than the Eagles were mm-hmm. this year. The Eagles have more scheduled cap space next year than the Cowboys do, so they've not sold out financially. In fact, Dak Prescott has a $49 million cap hit that they have to figure out. And even if what he was saying were true, the idea that somehow the Cowboys losing is more virtuous than the Eagles winning is obviously rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. You know, we're going to have to create a new segment called Rubbish on this <laughs> show, I think, Bubba, because it's so ridiculous. I, I want the audience to know, Hembo just used that word. That was not planned. That was not a bit. That was not anything. He just, the word rubbish just came from him in this context. When talking about his football team in Philly, let the record show. There's not one human being in the link in either of those two playoff games who shouted rubbish at anyone at any point. We roll on. Greeny on ESPN Radio. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.